let's not waste any more time. I'm with Austin Price, my main man. Uh, surprised to see you here at Texas Roadhouse and on the golf course. That's first and foremost. Well, let's not waste any time. Speaking of the golf course, uh, another guy that likes to play golf. But not this time of year. No. And that's head football coach Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy, man, we really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight on the nation. The Vols coming out of their, I guess it was your last full scrimmage of the preseason. Uh, how'd it go? You know, Chris, it was uh, a lot of good. Um, we we have um, a lot of guys that have experience. I mean, we've got several guys that are new to the program. They wasn't here in the spring. They have a lot of potential. So, um, you know, it, it's pretty obvious the guys that have, have had uh, multiple years under their belt uh, when it comes to experience and the guys that, you know, heck, this is their 14th practice, so it shows. So, uh, just got to keep coaching them up, and players have really good attitudes, and um, got a couple of more weeks to keep working here. Jeremy, and that sort of segues what I wanted to ask you next. As you look at this team, this group of players out there on the field, what is most different now as you look at this team compared to this time last year? Well, I mean, it. it, it I hadn't really thought I'm, I'm really just thinking about the team that we have right now. and um, You know, we, we have a quarterback who has some experience. Um, you know, we've got guys up front um, on the offensive line. Maybe the, the same combinations have not played together, but off and on over the last couple of years, there's guys that have some experience there. Got some experience at, at, at the skill positions on offense. Uh, you know, defensively is where there's it's not as near the experience that we have on offense. And, you know, our specialists are returning, so there's some familiarity there in the second year in the program. Jeremy, it's Austin. How, how much urgency do you see with some of those veteran guys? I mean, I know you, you talked about some of the younger kids only being here for 14 or 15 practices, but they're obviously making some plays, and, and, and they're extremely talented. Do you like to see some urgency out of your guys when you hit this point in fall camp, when you've got about two weeks left before Georgia State? Well, you know, we, we've had a really good camp. Uh, I think we've got good leadership on this team. Um, you know, with good leadership, you need to have some guys that are willing to follow the leaders a little bit. And I think I've said for a while now that, you know, we really have a good vibe in our program. Um uh, you know, everybody has a good understanding of the expectations every single day. And, you know, and you've got guys that are holding each other accountable to those expectations. Hey, Jeremy, it's Chris again. You know, one of the things uh, sort of doubling back on what we were talking about a minute ago, and I know in the conversations the two of us have had over the last year, and this is the case everywhere, you're always wanting to get faster and create more team speed. Do you see that in this group, not only offensively but defensively? Well, we're we're definitely uh, we definitely have more team speed than we had last year. Are we where we need to be yet? Probably not. Um, but our our guys are working hard. I think our coaches and our players have a good understanding of what we're trying to get done. Um, they've been efficient with their time at practice, and I've seen improvement from the spring to the fall. You go back to the off season, coach. Maryland comes hard after Craig Fitzgerald. He elects to stay. 
for all the talks of Henry Toa Toa and Darnell Wright and Kovaris Crouch, is maybe the biggest person that you got you know, to stick around in this program, Craig Fitzgerald, just because when you look at your team, they do look a lot different than they did a year ago. Well, I think Craig and his staff have done a really good job, along with Rachel uh, Feaster, and, and, you know, she's our nutritionist and her staff, and you got to throw in the training staff, too. They all work together there, Geronimo Boucher. Uh, and Dr. Plink, they, they work really well together. Uh, you know, so they, these guys have worked hard, uh, you know, and, and, and there's good bodies to, and good brains to put on some weight. And, you know, the players have to be willing to, you know. So it's, it's, uh, there's a little bit of give and take there. And I think uh, our players are, are excited about where they're at at this point in time. And I know they like to go to work every single day. So, uh, when you like to go to work, uh, you have an opportunity to improve and, and get better every day, and our, our kids uh, are doing that. Jeremy, it's Chris again. You know, I know you want to keep stacking recruiting classes on top of recruiting classes. That's the only way you're ever going to win in the SEC. You've been enough places to know that. As you look now, though, at the competition on the practice field, and granted, you know, you've had just a couple of classes, you bring in guys like, you know, Krauts and Wright and some of these guys, one name Morris. What have you seen along those lines? Have you been able to create more competition? And what has that been like, not only right now, but in the spring leading up to where we are now? Well, you know, this time last year we couldn't practice the way we practice right now, just based off numbers alone. And we're, and we're still, there's uh, most of our football team, um, we're probably only um, at two deep, um, you know. So we've got to continue to recruit at a high level. Uh, we only have probably six to eight seniors that uh, to play this year, and uh, we got a young football team. So we got to stack uh, another class. And this will be the first class that we signed twenty-five guys with, you know. Uh, when we took the job in, on December the 7th, we had 12 days to the first signing class. I wouldn't really consider that a signing class. So we basically had one. Right. Um, and we couldn't sign 25 guys, so we can sign 25 guys in this class. So um, the big thing to me is the players that are here that have, that were here before I got here, They that, that are still here, they've worked really hard uh, to try to transform their bodies and, and – um, and really done a nice job. So um, I, I like our team. I like the direction we're headed. Are we where we need to be right now? Probably not, but we're, we're headed there in a hurry. You know, Jeremy, having gotten to know Trey Smith, his dad Henry, sister Ashley in the last year or so, and, and I get to ask this all the time, is he really as good a kid as he comes across? And my answer is always the same. Absolutely he is. And I know we all have – Trey as a person in her thoughts. But the other question is, where is he football-wise? Do you guys know yet if he will be available to play this season? And, and when might you know? You know, our, our uh, medical staff is, has worked really hard uh, throughout this entire process, number one, to ensure Trey's safety and health. Um, you know, the football has always been secondary. First and foremost, it's been his health. And uh, we'll continue to do that. Trey's still involved with the team. He's worked hard every day, and um, you know. And, and and as we get closer to the season, um, 
you know, our, our doctors and training staff, they'll in, implement a plan that will give him an opportunity to, to possibly play again. Jeremy, how, are you, how do you feel like you've adjusted to being a head coach? You're now, you know, in year two. Where, where have you seen yourself grow as a coach? I mean, obviously a well-acclaimed defensive coordinator, but now that you're a, an established head coach, from, from the moment you took the job on December 7th to now, where do you feel like you've gotten better? Uh, well, I, I thought you was talking about growth there for a second. I was going to say the first place is my waistband. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got to do something about that for sure. Uh, but just, I mean, the, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. When you do something for the first time, uh, you know, you learn a lot of things about yourself. You, you learn some things that you, you do really well, some things that you, maybe you don't. And um, so you, you, you got to adjust. You got, if you're doing something that you're not having a lot of success at, don't, don't continue to do it, right? So um, I think the longer you do something, uh, the better you get at it. And, um, you know, the second time around, you know, we'll be more efficient with our time and, uh, use the men that we've got in our program because we've got a great coaching staff and and uh, use and lean on those guys. So, Jeremy, this is Chris. So what you're saying is is your wife, Casey's a pretty good cook. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Casey is a great cook. <laughs> Talking about growing as a but head he, coach. But, she, but she's always been a good cook. I just got to find time to get my exercise in. Uh, I, we, hey, br- brother, we're all there. I can promise you that. You know, in, in, in going back to, to being a head coach and, and wearing all the hats that it takes to be a head coach, especially in the SEC and, and everything you got to put up with, you know, put up with, manage, managing the program I, it is, you know, the more I, I do this and the longer I'm around the sport, the more I marvel at coaches that are able to do it at a high level. What's key there? You know, whether it's, you know, compliance, recruiting, uh, everything that goes in, managing kids, you know, for you, what is key there to do that, to be able to manage a program of stature at University of Tennessee? Well, I'm, I, I think the big thing is is all fan bases, I mean, the first thing they want to do is win, right? Sure. So they, they, they want to have a winning football program. Well, uh, there's no secret that uh, the teams that win, uh, and I've been on a lot of them that have, uh, they won because they had the best players uh, and had some of the um, – the better players, right? So uh, there's a lot that goes into managing a program and having a plan, but it starts with the product that you're going to put out on the field, and uh, it starts with your players. Good job in recruiting, evaluating talent, and and, uh, and and character. You know, Jeremy, as I look around college football, and the team, you talk about the teams that win, the teams that invest and reinvest in their programs typically are the ones that went at the highest level. You go out and you go back and look at your staff this year, who you guys were able to bring in, uh, the money you paid, you know, to, to bring in a Jim Cheney, a Derek Ansley, a T. Martin, right across the board. How do you like or what do you like most now about the mix of this staff? Well, um, just starting on offense, you know, with Jim, T, Will, Chris, David, um, Brian, um, you know, these guys, number one, they get along really well together. Uh, they work well together. They're great teachers, uh, good recruiters. Uh, you know, and, and they want what's best for the players, you know. Uh, none of them have egos. They're, they're here to, to, 
make Tennessee uh, be great again. You know, same thing defensively. You know, uh, Derek Ansley, Kevin Sher, Chris Rump, Tracy Rocker. I mean, and, and it's just top to bottom in our whole program, you know. Uh, most of us have worked together. Uh, you know, you get up here and you start working and you look at the clock and it, it, it says midnight, you know, and you're wondering where the day went. So you, you enjoy being around. It's not like going to work. So uh, we've got some bright guys on our staff, um, and, and, and I would put them up against anybody in the country. How much do you feel like Coach Cheney? I mean, obviously he comes well acclaimed. He's done it every which way possible. Although he did admit to us in a media setting a couple of weeks ago that when he ran the uh, uh, the uh, option one time, that's when he got a little uh, <laughs> got a little heat. Um, just because he can coach all the different positions, Jeremy, how much does that just make everything easier when he can go help Will for a practice on the offensive line, or go to the quarterbacks and help Chris, or tight ends with Brian Niedermeyer, so on, so on and so forth. Well, you know, if you look, all of our coaches, they all could do it. T. Martin could coach the quarterbacks, the running backs, the offensive line, the wide receivers, um, uh, with with all of our guys, right? They all can do that. That's what a football coach is. So, um, And if you can do that, you have better understanding of how to develop your guys. Uh, these guys could go, co- go coach on the other side of the ball. So uh, we, we, we've got some very knowledgeable guys that are great teachers, are good people. The players like them. Uh, and, and we're excited all to be together and have an opportunity to work together. You talked about the big rotation of linemen that you had yesterday in the scrimmage. And, and I asked you a week or so ago just about the, the, I guess the quality depth that you have uh, along the offensive line now that maybe you did not have a year ago. How important is that? Because I know when you got here, as far as just pure bodies, it was low compared to what you're used to when you were at Alabama or Florida State and so on and so forth. Um, do you feel like you're kind of getting to that point? I know you're not there yet, but getting to that point where you feel like, you know, hey, we, we've got some real quality depth uh, along the offensive trenches? Well, I, I think we got some competition. You know, we're really about too deep uh, with competition. Uh you need to be probably three deep uh, at that position, and and, and that that's kind of the theme to our whole team. You know, uh, if you talk about having um, thirty-three guys on both sides of the ball, that's sixty-six. You know, uh, it, it it's you know we're we're not hard we're not there to where we got three deep at, at every position, and most of them just two deep, right? So, uh, but. That, that's much better than where we were this time last year, I can assure you that. Take me through Eric Gray's game. When, when you've watched him in fall camp, about what you thought coming in, more impressive? I mean, what, just kind of break down what you saw out of him through the first uh, 15 or so practices. Eric's a mature guy. Um, you know, he, he you don't have to tell him something but one time, and he gets it. Uh, he doesn't take any plays off. Uh, he's a very good competitor. Um, he shows up every day to go to work. Um, you know, it, it just he, he he flashes. He flashes as a as a runner. He flashes as a blocker. He flashes on special teams. Um, you know, and that, and that's what good football players are supposed to do. They're supposed to go to work and and um, you know, I'm sure Eric Gray's never run down and covered no kickoff before. Uh, <laughs> you know, at Lausanne's high school, but you no, know, he's doing it here and he's doing it pretty good. You know, I mean, that's what a football player does. So, does, um, 
does the blocking part surprise you? I mean, just based off the fact that that, that may not be of something he's really worked that hard at coming in just because he was always getting the ball at high school? No, I mean, he Eric's a tough guy. He's very detailed. He's organized. Uh, again, he's a guy that has maturity to him. Uh, you know, you don't have the success that he's had unless unless you're that type of guy, you know. Um, so, hey, he's a guy that um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a 4.0 or a, a 3.9, you know, GPA his first semester here too. I mean, that's just kind of who he is. So, um you know, he's a guy with character and, and works his tail off every single day. He's a team guy. Well, Jeremy, we're going to get you out here in a second. You know, going back to Jim Chaney, and, and you mentioned Gray and some of these other guys. I know having known Jim and followed his coaching career for a while, one of the best things he does is get guys the football and get them get guys the football in situations and spaces where they can do something for it. And I'm sure as you were looking for an offensive coordinator last year, that's probably one of the things I would imagine about him that jumped out and the fact that he's done it at a high level at a bunch of different places. Yeah, Jim, Jim, he has. He's done it a bunch of different ways, and he does a really good job of figuring out who his playmakers are and finding a way to get them the ball and 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 not asking guys to do something that they can't do. You know, lots of times you, hey, here's our system. This is who we are. Uh, but you know what? If it don't, if it don't fit, it's probably not a good system. You got to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are on both sides of the ball, and you need to play into that. Well, Jeremy, man, we really appreciate the time, and I want I want this out there for the record. I think your Fort Payne slash Rangeville English is exquisite. I just want that out there for the record. All right. All right. I appreciate it, Chris. <laughs> Listen, man. Thanks a lot. We look forward to catching up. Uh, and uh, I hope when you play golf this this past off season with Austin, he didn't take too many mulligans or too many foot wedges out on the course. Oh, I can tell you this: he was the best dressed on the course. Right, I guarantee you that. Probably a lot of Masters apparel too. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, man, we appreciate it. Bye. See you, bud.